favorite scary movie. I love our opening titles. They're the best things we've ever done. I just, I just think they're hilarious. Some of the faces, some of the faces are so good. And some of them are just so bad. Poor like, Jamie Lee. It was, it was all love, made in like some random app. Yeah. I love <laughs> them know. so much too, but I feel like we have to update it a little bit. Look, well, we just the we need to up, yeah, change the movies up a little bit. But hi, guys! It's been a hot minute since we've been we've been all together. Um, we've been I doing know. a little solo, little solo spin-off shows and little reviews and stuff like that. But we're live as well. We are we are live. You live, missed live. talk to me, which was it was a very good review. Very good, very good show. Very good review. But we're we're live and we're here for uncensored horror this week. It's very exciting. Ah, oh, Dogsy, you're here. Hello. I didn't know you didn't know if you tuned into um uncensored horror, but welcome, my friend. Welcome, welcome. So uh we thought we would it's the spooky season and you know the the season that we kind of began this show for, really. So we thought we would um jump in and talk about, you know, what's coming up what the offerings are this October because it was a little bit hairy scary as to what was coming out because the, the release schedule is looking kind of bare but luckily the horror goods have shined down upon us and uh, started early with the Nun 2 and Saw, Saw 10 Yeah that's in th- <laughs> theatres here right now I didn't know if I to say theaters. cinemas or theatres then Cinemas. Bit of both. Bit of both. But they're both doing big, big budget, big dollars. Um, I think that, you know, everyone's ready. It, I think it turns, what, mid-September, Katie? And it's like mid-September. I, I know when I was there, when I was over in the States, the pumpkin spice was was taking hold and, you know, autumn was afoot, even though I was in Las Vegas, it was hot as a crutch, but, you know. So we're up to Saw X, though. Like, this is part 10. I've just never really understood. Was there always a huge market for these movies? Or, like, it's like a car crash movie. Like, isn't it one of those ones you go to to be like, oh, will I make it? So. I don't know. (laughs) Let me address one at a time. Okay. (laughs) Pumpkin Spice has its death grip on me. I have um, Pumpkin Spice Bagels. Pumpkin spice cream cheese, uh, pumpkin spice uh, creamer. But as we all know, Ooh, I am creamer. I am the basic of the bitches, the most basic. Um, I have my great pumpkin shirt on. Let's say you're kind of pumpkin spice today. I like it. <laughs> I, if I was a spice girl, I'd be pumpkin spice. Let's just throw it. Let's just throw it. <laughs> However, the the weather here in central New York is in the eighties. So not very pumpkin spice. No, not yet. It, it was, and then it went back up, and it's supposed to go back down. It's all that. It's all that global warming, but that's for another show. That's yeah, it. Yeah, we, we don't get outraged that much here. Well, but yeah. well, I'll leave the outrage to Vera. She does it much better. She does. <laughs> Wanted to check out some outrage? Check out last week's live show. Whoa! Yeah, Vera's <laughs> pulling pins very, out of grenades and just rolling them at all of us. Things got very <laughs> intense last week. 
But we're not here to talk about scary Vera. We're here to talk about scary movies. Yeah. Well, I asked about Saw I X. Like, do you think you they have these now. audiences there? Like, I don't know. Okay, so back, back to the Saw movies, which V would never watch. Um. <laughs> I, I'm not really a fan. Um, let's see. So they are... I don't even think they have much steam anymore here. I mean, this well, I, this one does. I think this one has has um, you know, kind of reignited because they've gone back to the original. Like they always want, you know, anytime a so as a franchise goes back to the well, there's success. Like it has the it has Tobin Bell and it has Shawnee Smith in it. The two characters that you know okay. people really you know, want to see it's not that last movie that was the with chris rock that was the spin-off I have, weirdness. I have started and restarted and restarted that movie 100 i want to like it so much because everyone said chris rock was so good in it and i i want to like it just because everyone said his performance was spectacular and I just, I can't, I can't get into it. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm sure you were really. The most I'll, entertaining I found any Saw film was when we went and saw part four, I think, and it opens with an oh. autopsy. And my sister just started dry reaching and having like an attack in the <laughs> chair next to me. It was hilarious. So thank you for making that film, bringing that enjoyment to me. So many. I never, yeah, I never got past two. I, I have some of them on DVD actually, but I never got past watching two. Two's the needle pit, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of them. No. I think I stopped when, um, oh, God, I can't remember which one it was, but she died a pretty brutal death. Uh, she got burned alive. Oh, that doesn't sound like a, a Saw movie. <laughs> well, her husband was a piece of trash, and she died because he couldn't get out of his trap fast enough or something like that, or maybe he just wanted her to, like, he wanted to save himself <laughs> oh, or something. Empty. Something like that. And I just thought it was bullshit because she didn't deserve to die. And I, I just don't remember. But I, I just kind of thought it was, like, totally against what the whole, like, trap is about. Like, innocent people are supposed to live and the guilty people are supposed to die. And I think that's kind of was, like, whatever. You're kind of going against your whole, like, your whole thing now. The causality is kind of out the window. So I'm Well, talking. my friends, look. Are you saying Star not consistent? <laughs> I have some box office for you. I have some box office yeah. news. Yes, Saw X was made office. on a Saw X was made on a budget of thirteen million. Mm-hmm. At the moment, it's yeah, reached $31.2 million dollars. I mean, so, you, guys, so it, you guys know how I feel about franchises. It's tripled like, its budget. So it's done well. So Saw Eleven is probably in greenlit already, you know. I'm, yeah, Pamela Anderson's probably in right it already. Now. They're, they're yeah. probably mid-production. I'm, I'm so yeah, sick of franchises. I really yeah. am. Even the ones I love, I'm sick of. <laughs> well, there's not a lot going on. It's, well, it's kind of a really weird time, especially you know, with the SAG AFRA strike and all that kind of thing. It's a really weird time for us to, you know, especially. Um, Halloween usually has some big tentpole movies. Um, there is one that we're going to talk about today, which I think is probably going to be the biggest movie of this Halloween. We we watched the biggest movie of last Halloween last year when we were all together when we watched Halloween Ends for better or worse. If yeah. you want to check out, if you want to check out our review, just jump onto our um, jump jump onto one of our platforms. Probably YouTube. YouTube. If, YouTube's if you the best way to find it. 
if you want to see me really, really pissed off to, um, about a movie. We need to actually update our lists. We need to update our lists and stuff on that. We, need to do we really YouTube. do, because we've just been using really? it as an archive. But, whoops. but yeah, <laughs> um, this should we get into talking about what's on, what's on offer this Halloween? Absolutely. Sure. Let's do Please it. Please do, Steve. So Roll as I that. said. <laughs> Roll the credits and Um So, yeah, as I was saying, the biggest offering, I think, is without a doubt the Exorcist. Oh, yeah. That's out right now as well, isn't it? That is, it comes out tomorrow here in the, oh, in tomorrow the, in the, in the Australia. So, in the Australias. Yeah. Steve made me a believer out of this one because I originally kind of said, no, I'm. I'm, I'm Sick of this shit. I'm so sick of it. Well, and I'm only interested that Ellen Burstyn is reprising her role as Regan's yes. mom. Yes. Now, now, here's the thing. I He got me to watch the trailer because initially I threw a fit and said, no, I'm not going to watch this. I'm sick of it. I don't want to do it. And, you know, we've got um, the gentleman who uh, played Aaron Burr in Hamilton. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh I think he's a spectacular actor, him. even though I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, him. The trailer is uh, genuinely kind of creepy. Leslie Adam Jr. Thank you. Uh, we also started our little con- our little uh, conspiracies here that perhaps... I have a big theory. I have a big theory, but I don't want to spoil it yet. I don't want to mention... That I, Katie and I have had an off-air talk when we were talking about debt. Um, talk to me. Um... I it's very well known that this is the same the same production group that brought us the Halloween the latest Halloween trilogy. They had intents and purposes when this was announced that this would be a trilogy as well. So I think there is one obvious quite obvious name that is not on the cast list um, that has been spotted on set around the set. Oh, I her name be Linda? I think this is going to be all roads, all roads lead to Linda Blair. Kind of Are like, you Linda? You kind of like the, the most recent Star Wars did with Luke Skywalker. I feel like it's going to be, she's going to be the hovering, like hovering threat in the background or we're going to, we're going to get there eventually. I look, I think no matter what happens with this movie, it's going to make box office because it's a sequel to what people call and has been known for the longest time, the scariest movie. Hey, Daniela, the scariest, scariest movie in history. And you can, you can agree with that or, or not agree with that. That's totally up to you. But the exorcist is, I think horror homework that anyone who enjoys the genre has to see. It was the movie that kind of really got me into it. I I've told this story a few times, but I was being babysat by my sister uh, and I would not sleep. And then she got tired and went, all right, I'm going to bed, put a VHS. There we go. This is how old I am. Put a VHS into the player and said, watch this. And walked away. And that was The Exorcist. (laughs) What a babysitting movie. I have have very fond memories of it. Story. I uh, got my friend to watch this movie while we had a sleepover. She didn't sleep in her bed for a month, minimum. She would not go in there. And we were teenagers at the time. She wouldn't do it because of this movie. 
<laughs> Weak. Week. I Look, I actually, when I first saw this film, it was when I was working at a video store, so that's how old I am. Uh, <laughs> and I took it over. Look, it's it's definitely, I really enjoy older horror films because they're very story-driven and the slow burns there and you've got that sense of dread happening. And this film really nailed that whole um, atmosphere of just something awful's going on. And I think as we've now gotten into this modern era of films is everything's just so on jump scares and, you know, gore and all of this stuff where it's missing just the storytelling elements that these old films really, um, Oh my God. How, I like agree with on you. To. So I hope that this new exorcist film it's is very much in the spirit of the original and that it's very story driven and not right. just all gimmicks. Um, Daniela, I can't believe you've never seen this film. It's, I can't believe she's never. She's one of my Newcastle Ghost Tour fam, and um, I can't believe she's ever seen this film. <laughs> It'll keep you up for days. It's I, I have a weird association with it that every time I watch it, something weird happens afterwards. Because well, it's, I mean, the film itself is cursed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Watch cursed films. It's a great, it's a great documentary uh, series if you haven't ever watched cursed films. I'm not sure where you'd see it in Australia, but it's available. <laughs> it's available. But it's um, so good. It's so good. And the, all I'm going to say is Spider Walk. Yeah, Spider Walk. Well, depending on what version you watch, that's the whole thing. That's the hard thing about the Exorcist. The one I saw had the wait, Spider Walk because it was the re release or whatever, the remaster. Remember yeah, they re released the it in the theaters and then, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Daniela, you, you are a ghost tour person and you don't do horror films <laughs> the math ain't math and Daniela I'm sensing some cognitive dissonance here my dear <laughs> <laughs> we prefer us we prefer our spooks in the real life too like you know but um yeah it'll be very interesting as Luke said it's a huge get that they were able to get Ellen Burstyn back to, to well, portray. I don't think she'd sign on unless she felt that it was a worthy sequel. Because yeah, she doesn't need the, to now. Like, she doesn't want leads, to work, really, no, I'm sure. Doesn't. It leads uh, so much, you know, pathos and, like, faith to the movie that the star of the original, despite all of the other all of the other sequels and prequels and stuff that this movie has had, and there have been some, we're not, like, no one's overlooking it, you know? No one's overlooking the fact that there have been sequels, there have been prequels, there have been TV series, they've done all of this. But you know, she's uh, she's back and she's given she's given it her her seal of approval, I guess, when she didn't have to. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. We might have to um, we might have to you know check it out and see. And see what happens. Have to happens. run out to um, a screening of it. Have oh. to run out to a screening and see what we can do sometime in this this month that is horrible. This horrible month of October that we love to ingest all the things and really get into it. But um, did you hear? So the movie's been pushed forward. And it was we... it was originally oh. meant for release on the thirteenth of October. Do you know what has The Exorcist running scared? Friggin' what? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is releasing her concert film on the 13th. So The Exorcist, oh. 
The power, all the powers of Satan have decided we're not even gonna fuck with Tay Tay. We're gone. The Swifties are too scary. She's my worst nightmare, so I get it. it (laughs) What's the one with the girl in the well that was trapped? That's the ring. That's the ring. Yeah, that's the ring from the well. Ringu, depending on what what version you've done. Depending on whether you're going with the Japanese or the American version. Or the Australian version. Look at us getting all out. Naomi, what? I think that there's a pity they never did a third sequel to that. I think that there's there's reason enough, but you never know. With things that are with legacy sequels that were still going strong, I mean... Let's just let the strike end first, mate. Don't get carried away. Everyone's doing No, no one's blaming you. Just uh, Japanese... (laughs) Uh, the Ring was a um, an American remake of the Japanese film. That's the only reason I said that. Yeah, and so <laughs> so um, we are going. We're going to kind of leave. Oh, we're not leaving the box office alone, but we're kind of moving on to a movie that I think might be a bit of a surprise hit because of the demographic that this one reaches is pretty wide, and this movie kind of came out of nowhere and has been made and is ready and is going to go. I hope we're all ready to spend five nights at Freddy's. Grayson was uh, just Look, I'm not sure how this is going to go. He is so I'm excited about this. He actually asked if he could join us to talk about it. Yeah, he wants this. to do a review. Well, actually, my daughter knows about five nights at Freddy's as well. So it's, it's out there. It's advertised. The kids know. He plays it's, it's, it sits it sits in that really interesting area, like like another property we're going to talk about in a little bit. That it's it's like a jumping in point for the kids to get into yeah. scary, to get into horror in a safe way. Like mm. the game is or was or still is, I guess, super popular. It, yeah, it's still pretty popular. It's scary too, man. I played this game when um, Grayson was still like first getting into it scared the crap out of me. These jump scares are legit. Legit. Yeah. 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 So, Dogsy said here, the game scared the hell out of me when I was younger. It gets less scary when you know how a hell, was it Hellfire Missile works? (laughs) I've never played the game. I was not ready for it. I was not ready for that thing. I mean, those freaking animatronics came at me and I was just not ready. It's a very snuggled on the nugget couch like no tomorrow. They're doing the whole uh, nugget couch. Sorry, don't you remember? I remember we had this conversation. The nugget couch is. I'll never let the nugget couch go. Gone, but it's gone. Sorry, babe. So our 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 our, it has horror icon in it. Uh, Well, for our generation, a horror icon in it. Matthew Lillard. Oh, God, oh. I forgot he was in it. Maddie's back on the big screen, and it has, um, I feel like, underrated, underrated lead actor Josh Hutchison. I love Josh Hutchison. I think I just had a bit of a, a Peter crush for a moment. I, say, I can take or leave him, but Matthew Lillard. Well, well, I like Lillard because yeah. he's very dedicated to his characters. Like, he's done Shaggy as in animation and everything since he done the films just because he supports doing the character. 
So I, I like that about him. And I think he obviously has a passion for his work. Yes, Dogsy, the, the lore is terrifying. Um, I, I went into a, um, a hole just kind of reading the lore one night. And uh, there's books, there's um, graphic novels of it that my son has been getting into too. And I just kind of look through them real quick just to make sure, you know, up and up. Because, you right. know, I'm I'm a trash parent, but I try to be so, a minimal yeah. trash parent. For those, that, for those that don't know about Five Nights at Freddy's, um, we'll just do a really quick, like, cap of the premise. So Mike Schmidt, who is Josh Hutchinson, is a troubled security guard who accepts a nighttime job at Freddy. <laughs> wow, this is hard to say. Freddie Fazbear's Pizza, a once successful but now abandoned family entertainment center where he discovers its four animatronic mascots Freddie Fazbear, Bonnie, Chica, and Foxy. It sounds like you're going to say Fanny. Still after midnight. <laughs> that's some kind of, um, yeah. For people that yeah, aren't good with um, animatronics, I know that's a real fear for some people. <laughs> yeah, the. I think um, a real fear uh, for everyone. Matthew Lillard is uh, William Afton, I think is his character. Um, There is also, if you're very interested, um, music based on the games. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, My son is also into that. So, but I think that that's the interesting point. There was a rumor, like a couple of weeks back, that there was a cut that was three and a half hours long of this movie. That, that, that we're looking at releasing because there is so Why? much lore. There's so there much is. lore and everything behind it, but I think mm-hmm. that they've... Yeah, but I don't think we need a Five Nights at Freddy's Lord of the Rings trilogy. Like, scale, you know, I think they've scaled it back. The lore the is actually incredibly yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I think scary. they've scaled it back with the intention of now making extra, like, franchising it, which could, which will work, you know? If, if it's got a strong background that's already established... You know, like, um, why not? Luke, look up um, the Afton family with um, Five Nights at Freddy. You'll just go down that rabbit hole. And... <laughs> oh, that's nice. the best. I'll, that's I'll Alice in Wonderland that one after. It's, that's it's, what we love about horror movies. Like, it makes me think back to the Blair Witch Project. Yes. And the, the passion and effort that went into creating a whole world of, yeah. you know, a whole so world. with some marketing for that, though? It's very simple. Yeah. And but there's books. Look there's at movies. all the fan films that spawned. Like, people were all yeah. trying to make their own Blair Witch around then. I remember that. Everyone became quarter. Of oh, course, yeah. but it, 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 set up, it set up a universe for that movie to exist in that was questionable, you know. There, years later, still, years later, people were like, wait, was it real? <laughs> it's like, Okay, like, but there's 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 Blair Witch tours and all that kind of stuff still. Like, it, it's something that still resonates today, which I really love when people go to that much effort, like, and oh. go, all right, it's happening. We're going to create this world for you to to play in. And there are, if you look back at the Blair Witch stuff, there are still so many stories to tell in the that. Blair Witch was 1999, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. and then there was the yeah, very the underrated sequel. By the way, I love People, the sequels. Yeah. I love Book of Shadow. I think Book we all agree. Shadows, we all yeah. like Book of Shadows. So whatever. So underrated. I think it's so just underrated. it. People expected it to be more of the same, and it was actually just a, a, a what you would expect as a film. 
and right. that three people a bit. And I don't know why there was not the um, acceptance of that then. I'm sure in hindsight actually, now everyone appreciates it more. I actually didn't mind the, other, the new one. I didn't mind it either. I, I mean, I, I don't think it was yeah. amazing, but for what it was, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It, I mean, it scratched like, the itch. You know? Uh, well, um, no one else is saying we're frozen, so it might be your internet connection, Sam. <laughs> we're going to keep going. We've got, I've got, it says we've got strong connections, so if we're frozen, we're frozen. But uh, we'll, we'll just talk amongst ourselves. The VR game, yeah. See, I don't know if I could do that. Oh, the video game was so cool. Kyle and I downloaded it. Also scared <laughs> the crap out of me. Okay, so Dogsy said here, um, oh, the Blair Witch had a VR game release. I still have a broken VR controller on my desk where I threw it <laughs> across the room. Know. So it was that intense, was it? It was very Yeah, intense. see, I can't do horror VR like that one with the shark and stuff. I think that's just, I don't know what you're trying to put your body through. Like, are you addicted to, like, cortisol levels going through the roof? I don't know, but... I just I mean, don't see the appeal. I can't. I've already stressed enough. I don't I, need that in my life. <laughs> right. I think I'm addicted <laughs> to being scared of video, like horror video games, because I download them all and I'm just terrified. It's just like throwing the just, controller across the room. Yes. It was such a unique back in the day. Back at that time, it was such a unique thing that I I, I still have respect for it. I don't. I there is a big call for people that like. Oh, I don't think it's scary. And that's that's your opinion. But when I go into something like Blair Witch Project, I can suspend my disbelief for that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the film too, that what you don't hard. see is what's why scary, right? You never see the witch. Like, why do, why are you going to the movies? If you, if you don't want to, like, go on the ride of the character, why are you going right. to a movie? Right. I mean, that's right. the most fun part of horror. You want to go in. You want to be scared. You want your heart to race. You want to. You want those levels up. You want to be on yeah. the edge of your seat. Not to the level of a VR game, though. See, in a movie, at <laughs> least I know I'm still safe. Breaking <laughs> controllers and breaking TV screens. But like, this is the whole reason we like haunted houses. We like haunted hayrides. We like. We like the element of surprise. You know, you don't like, you know, don't know what's coming around the corner. You don't know what's behind you. It's fun. Well, people love it's that adrenaline rush, don't they? Yes, yeah. yes. It's yeah. fun to have an adrenaline rush. And, you yeah. know, I, I, I try to explain to people why I love horror so much. It's because, yeah, I do like being scared. I do like not knowing what's coming next. And I do, you know, like getting those levels up and getting my heart racing. It's it's fun. You know, like some people, some people like exactly. get their heart. Some people do like abusive relationships, whereas like we like horror movies. So you know, whatever okay. gets okay. going. I was gonna say some people like trashy novels to get their heart pumping. I like <laughs> yeah. a, I like a good slasher. Okay, you 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 went. Oh yeah, way. I was going. Hold up, I agree. I agree with this one. Alien. Okay, so what did he say? We're yes. always gonna read Holy it for shit. for our yes. Dogsy says the worst one was Alien Isolation VR being chased by a Ridley Scott Oh, whole experience. Dogsy, I didn't even play it with VR. Mm. I just played that game without VR. I just was playing, and it was the um, add-on with Ripley, and I lasted about 30 seconds, and I went, nope, and I've never booted it up again. I was like, nope. That Xenomorph showed up. I said, nope. Nope. Yeah, I was out. showed up. I turned it off. Nope. I did not enjoy. I did not enjoy the feeling of dread the whole time, and then the jump scare was not a relief. It was like I'm in danger. Oh, you you know what game? 
I've never played after playing it once, uh, the, the Evil Within or something like that. I think I played it while I was pregnant with um, either Arlo or Grayson. And they tell, <laughs> put, they tell you to plug your headphones into the like controller so it, like you're completely immersed. I think I, I think it almost put me into labor. I was like, nope. <laughs> like, and was, was there Evil Within? I think I think that's what it was called, the Evil Within. I no, but was the was the baby Evil Within <laughs> from playing you the game? You my children. You tell yes, me. Yes, I was going to say, is this all your fault? <laughs> this is all my fault. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But isn't that interesting that you know we can it that horror that idea of horror transcends medium as well. We have all seen Alien or part of the Alien franchise or all of the Alien franchise. So that when it goes into something like a video game that is digestible in a different way, we still get the same results. Mm -hmm. I was yes. like, okay, cool. Like Alien is oh, one I of think the, the game, the game surpassed any tension that the film's ever had. Definitely. I mean, they 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 done something pretty great with that game, but it's not for yeah. me. Never. Yeah, I mean the xenomorph <laughs> is still a feminist icon, but fuck her. Well, <laughs> technically, technically she's a Disney princess now, so <laughs> Oh, bless. I want to see diversity, her right? Diversity. I want to see her. <laughs> my my best friend bought me a Ripley shirt that's uh, in like the Barbie uh, font, and Ripley yeah. looks like a Barbie. Ripley. I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, Samara's talking about that same shark one, the the scare, the VR game where you're actually in the tank <laughs> and the sharks are taking. It's awful. Like I've actually watched like a YouTube video of someone nope. else watching it, and I was like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, no, I don't fuck with sharks. I don't. I don't really fuck nah. with sharks. I don't fuck with sharks. I'm very. <laughs> I don't fuck with sharks. I'm very interested to see how this one will do. They are doing the dual release on Peacock and in cinemas same day, so they they know that they will reach their audience oh. somehow. Oh, Grayson might have just got screwed. Now I don't have to go to the theater. <laughs> so here you go. Does that make it worse though? Because when you can go to the theater. You can separate a little bit. You go, okay, that happened at the theatre. If you're watching it at home, you're like, okay, I'm going upstairs to bed. That's still in your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's still in your house. Well, I'm like, actually banking on like a lot of kids who, whose parents don't have, like, the exactly. account locked. So they're just going to buy it uh, straight up. <laughs> well, I like well, the it's idea. It's not even a buyable thing. It's just streaming. It's oh, it's just streaming. Well, there you go. They know that the kids are going to be there waiting. Well, with something like that, like, granted, I would like to see it on the big screen, but, like, you can turn off all the lights in your house. It's completely quiet. You don't have some nerd texting in the front row to ruin the experience. The nerd in the hey, front row, your husband, you could smack him upside the head yourself, you know? <laughs> turn that shit off, Kyle. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I agree, though. See, I, li I still like the, um, the ritual of going to a theater for some movies, like yeah, yeah. and especially if it's a oh, film absolutely. that you're really looking forward to, it becomes a little bit of an event, mm -hmm. and you know, and it becomes a lot of fun. Like there was a few times that I've taken the kids to the movies, and it's been like an exciting time. Oh, I don't think he's going to let me get out of this one. I think I'm going to still have to go to the movies and think I've kind of been watching this at home for free, but still, that's right. <laughs> I will. I will never not go to a screen movie in the cinemas. Oh, absolutely like, not. There's no excuse. Go to a like since since there's been Halloween movies that I could go to, I will never not go to a Halloween movie in the in the cinemas. Like I, oh, I see, I would prefer to go to the cinemas because, believe it or not, I've actually not banned those films in the house, but like I 
I'm going probably directly <laughs> yeah, my accounts now as my child's getting older and knows how to spell stuff like Halloween. So yeah. <laughs> Halloween. Eh. I'm I'm still a little bitter about the last few Halloween movies, but a scream movie must be watched in a theater. There's no excuse. Yeah, yeah with no Day spoilers. No spoilers. Of, see, I always go either oh day of release. I always go day, day of release here. I love okay. watching movies in my undies. The other patrons in the theater time. See, that's the other thing, though. Way. I do enjoy watching movies in comfort. This is true. This is true. Okay, Dogsy. 40 cinemas, though, they just pissed me off to no end. The 3D I can deal with. Yeah, look, I agree. Um, I went in the one we at the um, Warner Brothers movie world. They have a 4D cinema for just, like, they were showing Yogi Bear, actually, but you'd be sprayed in the face with water and stuff. I was That's like, fun. I don't think this is enjoyable. It's a ride. Yeah. It was more fun, but I wouldn't go to relax to do that. They've got you those know? seats. In the, they don't really have them here in Australia, but they've got those seats in certain theaters in the US that, like, shake when stuff on them, like, all that kind of stuff. It'd be good to yeah. see, like, your avatars or, your, like, Transformers or those big bunch, like, big mm -hmm. blow explosive movies. Yeah, that'd be great to see in that kind of thing. I remember mm -hmm. I saw uh, one of the, oh, actually, probably more than one of the Resident Evils in 3D, and I was the only person in the cinema. See, look, we can all agree oh, those that. those films aren't, you know, masterpieces, but I went and saw every one of those in the theatres, so there was something about that. There was an experience of going to the movies to watch this trashy film, and it was fun. Well, zombies you was, know? Zombies I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much at home. Zombies are still pretty fresh. Zombie films like that must be enjoyed in theaters too, though. There's something fun about that. It's <laughs> just, the, but the one regret I have about giving my money to a theater for House of the Dead. Oh, Katie, why? Because I loved the video games. Oh, oh no, Tara Reid. Right, Steve. Next, next, next movie, Steve. So we've just had five nights at Freddy's. Okay, so yeah, I was let's just pretend that we, Katie we, we didn't. Went on a tangent. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, okay. no, no, okay. I, I'm trying show. to just, like, cover up Katie's mess. I'll definitely <laughs> – I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to go check this one out because I'm, I'm really interested I'm in that. Really interested to see how it that one the goes. the 2000s. I'll Katie's stream it. I'm going, no, I'm gonna, I'll give them my money. I'm very interested to see what happens with this one. Now, this next one um, – is very very interesting because it's kind of like Disney has picked up these these properties and gone fuck them kids fuck <laughs> and them kids. let's let's aim these this new TV series squarely at the original audience, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready to get oh. goosebumps again? Yeah. Okay, so is Goosebumps, is that Justin Long? This is Justin Long. Yeah, so, so, is this, so this is aimed at us, right? So this is made for us to watch. This is the nostalgia factor. This is aimed at elder millennials. This, this, yep. this, this is, and it is dark. Tick. Boop, boop, boop. It is dark. <laughs> if you've watched the trailer, she's dark. Oh, she's I, dark. I don't know that this is intended for children. Um they obviously well, they Fear had Street wasn't either though, was it? Fear Street was a kid's they, they young said, adult yeah, book. They Fear said, Street was hey, young adult. Fear Street did good. Let's try. Yeah, let's, but the, the show though, I that. think, was more older teen at least. Yeah, it well, was, but but 
they saw what Fear Street did for the mar our market and said, "Hey, let's let's you know make some money. Let's do that." Well, the rights were the rights were out there because you know um, Fear Street and Goosebumps fell under Sony Pictures. So after Goosebumps and Goosebumps two, the Jack Black movies, which were, were pretty oh, popular. Time out. Dogsy yeah. said, "I'll be watching it for the first time because the original was before my time." Yeah, Dogsy's young. <laughs> Dogsy's Do a baby. Dogsy, you can't sit with us. <laughs> you can't sit with us. Oh, come on, Katie. We're expanding our demographic. Look, he's even on Twitch. It's a good thing that people are discovering. Like, I mean, There's look if you go if you go to a store, a fashion store these days. The Nordies is back in the worst kind of way. I'm like, oh God, why are you doing this to yourself, kids? But you know, I know I'm expecting a supre to open up again here. <laughs> but um, there's there's something to be said, especially for and this is we've talked about it before for us now being elder millennials and you know having the disposable income, we can have what we want now. What yeah. disposable income? We can, we can real, what disposable income? Yeah, what, what world are you in? Parents and introduces the kids. It's a next generation thing. And that's cool. Yeah. It's a cool Passing thing that the you baton. And they're creating a little experience. Yeah. yeah. I just pulled out my Goosebump books to give to Grayson. Kate, yeah. Katie, are you going to terrorize your, your boys with Goosebumps when it's released? Uh, oh, God, yeah. Like I said, I'll I just pulled out my child Goosebumps. will watch it. She may. Sometimes I just said I pulled out my it. Goosebumps books to give to Grayson. He has a Goosebumps shirt that he's been wearing to school. Uh, Actually, that's a great jam. idea. I should go and find one of my old Goosebumps books and read it with her. It's, yeah, there the, we go. That's the, nice. That's nice. This was so the, um, the first book to Stephen King. Yeah. The synopsis is kind of vague, which I like, because we're not, we don't know what to Why? expect. <laughs> Uh, so after accidentally releasing supernatural forces, five teenagers must find a way to work together and recapture them while discovering their parents' secrets from their teenage years. So it See, literally... that sounds like it could be the premise of, like, a Power Rangers season. It's, it's like... literally... <laughs> and that's what I, I love, a multi-generation horror kind of vibe. I, I love that kind of thing, and I think that that's a really interesting way of going because we're obviously going to get a flashback to these parents in the nineties, so we're gonna have that vibe that we all came that we all came through, like Fear Street. What they did with Fear Street when they set you know set it in the different eras, and that's super super smart with you know appealing to its original audience and going, "Hey kids, this is what you your parents used to like," and they're obviously gonna up it because the trailer is full on, and uh, Justin Long is looking like he is. Um, Par for the course for his horror characters is all I'm going to say. If you haven't watched some of our reviews, Justin Long is always the unsuspecting, you know, good guy, but then something goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, the retro game consoles, exactly. Aww, market it, I... market it to grown-ups and then kids, and then they'll hand it down. But Justin Long also plays such a good bad guy. Yeah, and he's going to be, looks like he's going to be having that bad guy. I think bad it might be because Justin Long might be a pretty good actor. Maybe. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. And it's like, it's going to be a good, a good vibe. So this one comes out October 13th. So we're, we're kind of falling. coming out October 13th. We're kind of falling out. So this has got 10 episodes. 
Nice, nice. Do they so, all drop uh, all on the on the thirteenth? Yeah, I think. So. Oh no, they're going to go week by. Oh, they're doing a first chunk and a second chunk. So uh, for yeah. those of us that have been goosebumps readers, here we go. Episode titles. Episode one, say cheese and die. Yes. Episode two, the haunted mask. Oh, oh that no, one's on my stairs. One. That one's on my stairs right now. Episode three, the cuckoo clock of doom. So are these all standalone stories, or is there an overarching? It's going to be a, it's a TV series. It's an overarching. Shut up, TV. Luke. Yeah. Let him read. <laughs> Episode well, four could be standalone. Go eat worms. I hated that one too. Yeah, Katie, go and eat worms. Episode five, reader beware. Now, there's a break in transmission here. So those first five episodes are all released as one piece. Until we get until we get one of those choose your own adventures. Well, at at least the second half tagline for the books, reader beware you're in for a scare. There is a standalone okay. episode for a week. Night of the Living Dummy. Ooh, oh, snappy. I do remember that one. October twentieth. Then a week later, we get Give Yourself Goosebumps. That was a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Episode eight. These are all coming out week after week now. They're coming out weekly. And uh, you can't scare me. Episode nine. Nine of the Living Dummy Part 2. So Slappy's back. And episode 10, Welcome to Horrorland. So there are some very very popular titles amongst those ones that are um, are, are coming out. So that's super exciting for all of us. <laughs> I'm a bit excited now. No, that is quite nice. And I like that it's going to bleed through till mid-November. It's like everyone always wants more Halloween, right? They're like, I want more, right. I want more, I want more, I want more, I want more. Mm-hmm. So we'll um, we'll have to see. I think if it does well, obviously there's still more books. There's lots of Goosebumps books to adapt. And you watch, there'll be new books being written now. Well, um, the good news is that Netflix haven't completely abandoned Fear Street either. There's still something in development. I mean, if I was Netflix after reception of those three movies, I would have something out every Halloween, but that's just me. Uh, (laughs) That's just me. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll see. But speaking of Netflix, we are now going to move on to something that is definitely, definitely not for children. This This one is not it. Ladies and gentlemen, the final Mike Flanagan project for Netflix, The Fall of the House of Usher, is coming to screens finally. Now, this one is, as I said, not for kiddies. The the premise of this is obviously Edgar Allan Poe stories, uh, and it will be meshed into one story, kind of like what they did with Haunting of Bly Manor and Haunting of Hill House. They're going to kind of make it all one universe and the the downfall of a prominent family. So the synopsis is a CEO of a corrupt uh, corrupt pharmaceutical far out. The CEO of a corrupt pharmaceutical company faces his questionable past when his children start dying in mysterious 
and brutal ways. So this has nothing to do with Singer Usher at all. No. <laughs> hey, Rob Zombie, take notes. This is how you cast your wife and do it the right way. Oh, but wife his, wife, his wife also happens to be an exceptional actress. Let's be honest. She's she's hotter and she is an exceptional actress. Why? I am um, Kate. You don't know who his wife is? No. What's Kate's last name? Oh, Kate Siegel. Kate Siegel. Uh, yeah, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Kate Siegel um, stars in pretty much all of Mike Flanagan's and stuff. He, she was in the movie. Did you ever see the movie Hush, Luke, where she was deaf and the, the, there was a serial killer oh, stalking okay, her? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did see it. Yeah, Mike, Flanagan, Mike, Mike Flanagan has a very hot and sexy relationship or had a very hot and sexy relationship with Netflix that brought us Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, The Midnight Club, and this is his final offering before he toddles off to, I think, Amazon or somewhere. He's, I, he's I, got I a will big, follow him wherever he goes. He's developing The Dark Tower next, so he's... You know, yeah, I just want to say this. I didn't hate the original movie, okay? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it lacked, for sure. But it wasn't that bad. But something that, I think something that is that, that, is that voluminous and intricate deserves TV treatment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just saying, it wasn't as bad as everyone was making it out to be. It wasn't. So let's, let's just take a quick, toll, a quick poll. Have you seen... What Mike Flanagan have you seen, Katie? I'm pretty sure you'd have seen everything, right? Uh, yes, I have seen Medina. all the Netflix stuff anyway. <laughs> well, I loved Hush. Yeah, Hush scared the ever living shit out of me. Um, the, I've seen Haunting of you know, Hill I've House. seen all this haunting stuff. Yeah, hold on, I, I've got to see his complete list just to lie better. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hold on, let's see. Uh, oh. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Uh, I yeah. like Doctor Sleep. I do like Doctor Sleep. Um, before I wake, I saw uh, saw Gerald's game. Um, Oculus. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. So I haven't I seen I a lot of these. Uh oh. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. This. Um, oh, I'm gonna blow it. This abs absinthia. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yep, I saw Absentia. that one. Absentia. Absentia. Yep. I haven't spoken about that. <laughs> I, 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 I can never pronounce that correctly, but I've seen that one. I, I think the only one I haven't seen is this um, See Your Evil. Ooh. And, I, and, I, and it sounds like he was just an executive producer. But Luke, oh. you probably need to jump on, especially the Netflix stuff, because it's the the thing I like about the Netflix stuff is that it's horror for adults. My it's favorite thing much. though that he did was the Midnight Club, though. I really yeah, the Midnight Club was cute. All right, no, I'll give that a go. Um, I feel like, I like I'm missing out a lot. Like uh, the stuff that I've recognized that I've seen, I've enjoyed. So, and he 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 really service his his actors well like I've never seen Heather Langenkamp be better than in the Midnight Club. She was yep. amazing in that movie. And you look back at Heather Langenkamp on Nightmare on Elm Street, you're like, oh girl, hey, you as we've oh, she, she was know. a kid. 
budget wasn't that great. She's she's got some some gravitas in this in that season, and um, yeah, it's a. I feel like it's a pity that that show never got a a final resolution. It had its resolution, but there was meant to be a second season. Like there was always there was always an intention for a second season. Uh, I feel like Midnight Mass was a good standalone. Midnight Mass took a little while to get into though. A lot yeah. of people are like, I don't get it. But if you stay with like if you stay with it after like the third episode, you're like, oh shit, then it gets real serious. Mm-hmm. But and I'm, he wanted to do so much more with Doctor Sleep. I feel like they just didn't give him like they they kind of held him by the yeah. short and curlies because he wanted he to be cre- lost a bit of creative control. There's always gonna be some kind of tussle when it comes to the shining, you know? Um yeah. Kubrick's movie is the classic and i watched it on the plane on the uh on one of my trips to america and it it still resonates i got off the i got off the plane and checked into my hotel in vegas i'm like long hallway the shining I'm like, it's, just I like, mean, like, it's still spectacular yeah but but king, king doesn't like that version king likes the tv movie version it's like oh really there's like there's always going to be rebecca de rebecca de was in that yeah. one I really enjoyed Dr. Sleep. I can't wait to see what he does with something as dark as Edgar Allan Poe mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with the cast, the, with his returning cast and um, exciting, like, additions to the cast. We have um, Mark Hamill is joining the cast for this. So Luke Skywalker will be, will be part of this. And Mary McDonnell. Anyone? Mary McDonald? No. I feel like Sydney, she's from like Sister Act. Aunt? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mary McDonald, if you have never seen her in Grey's Anatomy, she's um, spectacular. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy either, but my friends do, and I got stuck watching it one day. So if you're after something a little bit more adult, and again, the trailer for this one is definitely not suitable for children <laughs> because the children in this one are going to die. Die, die, horrible, horrible deaths. But um, they're, they're the four kind of biggest things. We I chose two cinema releases, two TV releases. That's not to say that there's not more stuff coming. Uh, in the next week, Totally Killer is going to drop on Amazon Prime, which is uh, a Blumhouse, I believe. And that's got the – it's kind of like Happy Death Day. Kind of, and and Final Girl. Did you ever see that movie where she she goes back in t- in time to try and save her mother? Yes, loved that. Yeah. It has a uh, that's the vibe and that Ackerman and uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, she's uh, yeah. she's uh, the the girls uh, from the Conjuring Sister. Can't think of her name. The Euphemia. Yeah, she's very uh, no new screen movie this year, dog. Asa but ladies and gentlemen, there is an announcement coming in October. Hot, hot off the pre- hot, the hot rumor train is now that everything is settled or settling with that with the strike. There is an announcement coming this October as to when and where we can expect Scream Seven because it is going ahead. Apparently, we are getting some. Uh, bless you. We're getting. I know. Some, I can't stop. We're getting some information about what's actually going to happen too, because big rumor is that we're going to London. Oh boy! Oh, so we're just going to hop around every continent now, are we? Which, 
would be very interesting. Well, that's where <sighs> that's where the what? girl's mother is. The girl, the girl's mother is. That's true. So well, I guess modern era Ghostface can call from anywhere. Ghostface can be everywhere. Ghostface can be international. So we will hotly anticipate any kind of Ghostface action. I know I will, and you know, to see exactly where this next movie is going to shift because I can smell a big shift coming in the air for that franchise as to what's happening. But again, that's more conspiracy theories. If you want to check out our Scream 6 review, go back onto the YouTube and, and check it out. But we are available as an audio podcast too. For anyone that you know would like to listen to our beautiful voices and check out our stuff, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Radio, Amazon Music, Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn, or anywhere that good podcasts are found. Where and you can rate us on Spotify too, I found. Yeah, that the other day. look, give us a favor, give us a rating on Spotify, give us a review because it actually helps. It actually helps us get in front of more people, and I have noticed that people are listening, so that's really cool. I but, do have so, a couple things for you guys before we leave. Yeah. Just real quick. I got a couple books yeah, for Katie. you guys for those nerds that still read. Books. From our friend Ooh. Grady Hendrix. Paperbacks from Paul. If you've seen Mr. Hendrix's uh, Instagram, you'll notice that he had a lot of um, paperback horror covers. And this book is super, super cool. This examines all the cool uh, trends from the 70s and 80s of um, horror novels. I'm trying to get into my camera. This Have is you read it new, yet, Katie? Uh, hmm, what's up? Have you read it yet? I've been reading it. This is my uh, coffee table book. Oh, super fun. Beautiful. Super, super fun. Uh, this one is not as spooky. This one, I would say, is uh, think What's it Stranger called, Things. Katie? This one is the called Saturday... The Saturday Night Ghost Club by Craig uh -huh. Davidson. This one, I would say, is a little bit Stranger Things meets Stand By Me. It's set in the 80s in Niagara oh, Falls. Very cool. It's uh, kind of fun. Uh, so you're doing a bit of spooky reading over the spooky season, Katie. That's nice. spooky reading. Uh, our little friend Jake Baker has been spending some time with his uncle Calvin, who uh, is an enthusiast of the occult artifacts. He meets a pair of siblings and he forms the Saturday Night Ghost Club. But this uh, lighthearted uh, club starts to uh, become a little more than they bargained for. Oh, I might check that out, actually. That's my uh, kind of vibe. It's a good one. It I'll is a good one. Uh, my mom has this other book called Hidden Pictures uh, by uh, Jason uh, Rukalak, I think is how you pronounce it. That book has so many goddamn twists and turns and the creepiest pictures drawn by this little five-year-old kid. It is about a recovering drug addict who uh, takes a job as a nanny. And I see too. This as you do, and uh, the child starts drawing these really creepy pictures that just become a little more realistic, and she starts to think that maybe the child is possessed by a ghost, or maybe wow. she is still 
under the effects of the drugs. I don't know if you would go, if you're not good with high-pressure situations, why would you go from, you know, cold turkey drug to looking after children? That's not yeah. the, she's, I'm she's just going to take it easy been, for a while and look after a small child. She's been clean for, like, months, like, months, and she keeps testing Still. clean, but they think she, they do she think must have really wanted to test herself because, you know what? If that's going to drive you to drugs, is looking after a child, I'm sure. That book has <laughs> you got so the predisposition, many terms, like I she clearly has. I will not put it down. I will post all these books on our page. Thank you, Katie. But they're <laughs> spectacular if you're looking for a real good kind of all right, so Hashtag Katie's Nerd Book Club if you <laughs> want to join. Katie's Nerdy Book Club. <laughs> <laughs> so before, before we close out, I have to ask, um, you know, Halloween is an, an era of, tradition and you know we have certain things that you do what in in your house or in your like you know in your life what's your halloween must do slash tradition luke oh look i like to have a halloween party but like last year we were overseas i think the year before i was selling my house something was happening anyway i couldn't do it so i would like to there's some plans to have a haunted house in my garage downstairs so hopefully that goes ahead We'll see. It just depends on time, really, if I've got enough time to put the effort in properly. So, Very yeah, I like much. to do something. Spe- and, look, every year we've dressed up. So since my daughter was born, there's a photo of us together dressed in a Halloween costume every year. So what are you That's dressing crazy. up as this year? I have no idea. Absolutely oh. none. Loser. No idea. What about you, Katie? you got kids. What do you like to do for Halloween? Uh, I always watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because, because why not? I mean, obviously. Yep. Uh, you always got to watch the original Halloween because obviously. Um, right. Kids are dressing up as Ghostface because you got to do it right. And uh, Heatwave, who is a Transformer, I am dressing up as Coraline and I don't know what Kyle's dressing up as. Because he's J-Lo. a loser too. What about you, Steven? Well, see, as, 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 a single, as a single person... I usually they always use there has to be some kind of Michael Myers. You cry, like, don't you, Dal? <laughs> <laughs> I get to watch horror movies. I get to watch as many horror movies as I like. So um, there has to be some kind of Michael Myers. I think this year, because there's time and distance between it, I'm gonna go back and watch Halloween ends. I think I'm I'm gonna give it another run. Evil, gonna, evil I watch the opening. I watch the opening again, and it's it's not so bad. But I don't know. I just I, yeah. Look, I think that there's there's merit to that movie, but it was just poorly executed. As it, it was a different ride to what we thought we were getting on. But anyway, yeah. we've talked it to death. Yeah. Well, but and you can go back and look. You can go back and look at that review too, and and you know add your two cents. Post-Malone. I think that there is none non-negotiable for the whole for this holiday season. But now there's two parts. You have to watch Hocus Pocus, right? Oh, obviously. Well, Hocus Pocus, Pocus is a year-round movie in, in our house. So Hocus Pocus is, um, is is my go-to. Like, it makes me feel that I says, I dress up as Post Malone every year because everyone tells me I look like him, except for 2019, I swashed a white painted T-shirt with Eileen written on it. I know exactly what you mean there, Dogsy, and oh, uh, family-friendly <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's funny. But um, there has That's been... Funny. There has been a bit of rumbling as well now that the the strike is over. That hocus pocus 
three, three. coming out, and Fran Drescher's we'll going to be like this we'll, ultimate queen witch in it. We'll go in, no, I'm we'll lying. go into, we'll go into production <laughs> as a finale cinema release. Interesting. Nice. So it is. It is back in cinemas, um, selected cinemas at the moment because it's anniversary. So um, yeah, we there's more to come from Hocus Pocus as well. I I can't imagine Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy and Jimmy not going back, especially if it, they're gonna really throw big money at it and make it a cinema classic. I hope they're they having do. fun with it. So then we have fun too. So let's do it. Yeah. So hopefully you guys uh, have a little bit of stuff to look forward to and and stuff to get into with for Halloween. Where we're going to be bringing you different kinds of spooky stuff all through the month, and there's all kinds of other spooky stuff. But the most important thing we need to mention before we leave tonight <gasps> is that oh we want you all scary up and down the wall. Yes, we want your scary stories. So if you ever had something creepy or weird happen to you, a friend or family member, share your story with us either via video, email or audio and make an appearance on this year's Halloween special. Submissions are going to close October 30th. So if you send your email. Just hold on. Will we also post this as an image? I'm going to, yep. So I was going to say that. If you're going to go to... You're going to email it to myuncensoredradio, all one word, at gmail.com, and I'm going to put this post up on our social media. We have done it not last year, but the year before. We collect a few stories from our our loving audience. We collect them from our lovely love. It doesn't have Don't to be paranormal. Enough. Does it have to be? No. No. It no. doesn't have to be. Love. Uh, I will I be love. skipping out on a touring concert bars. Yeah. Katie yeah. won't be doing a haunted bar this year. That yeah. was a COVID special. But it was, yeah. it was fun. You got really time scared that time, didn't you, Katie? Yeah, I was scared <laughs> because, you know, haunted bar and then, you know, COVID exposure. Katie thought COVID she then. was, yeah, Katie thought she was probably going to jail for that one. Yep. Good so, job. Yeah, good we want you guys to be part of the show. So if you're interested, please submit. You don't have to, um, well, yeah, Ask definitely. Murder on a Tinder date—that is pretty you good. Can definitely, either like do a video or an audio or email. Let let us know. We're up for any kind of cre- anything that's creepy because it's the season yep, to do it. Right? There will be a Halloween special coming out in Halloween nights in the states. It's the day after in Australia, but you know, who doesn't love a Halloween hangover? But this has been us. It's been good to be back live for a hot minute. We'll see you all again very, very soon. Thank you for tuning in to Uncensored Horror and thank you for Katie's Pussy for just being wild, wild, wild. Until we see you again, my friends, keep it creepy. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.